Hey everybody, this is Alex. I'm coming at you straight from the perch, and this is Lunchbox Radio. Now, before we get started, I want to thank everybody who's been listening to the podcast lately. If you haven't listened, and this is your first episode, you want to get a little taste of what's in store, you can go listen to the last episode, which is a sun- what I call a Sunday edition, and that's on what I think might be happening, which is a kind of turning point in the kind of anime we're getting again. Um, you can also listen to my episode on Bell if you're so inclined, which is the um, third day edition um, that is right after the previous Sunday edition, because that's how I typically tend to roll. Now, with that said, this is a bit of an odd episode because I don't really have anything super prepared for... Um, the third day edition in terms of like a single show. So I thought what I would do is I would take you through what I'm watching for the winter season because why is that I don't usually like to do things like that. I think I can do it justice. And so what I will be doing is I'll be talking about three shows. I'll be talking about, and I, I gotta remember how they're pronounced because of the big weirdo and sometimes I see so Sabakui Bisco um My Dress Up Darling and Cop and Cops in a Pod are the three shows I'll be kind of highlighting here. So let's start where we just ended in that whole thing. Um and let's start with Cops in a Pod. <laughs> Now, the reason I want to start with Cops in a Pod is because it is, is all at once one of the odder and more pedestrian shows in the list. So, basically, Cops in a Pod, if, you, if you're not familiar because it is on Funimation, um, I think it's exclusive to Funimation, actually, and it's not... Funimation did not have the great tracker, a great tracker, it was having a great player. I'm actually watching through all, all of what is currently out for Attack on Titan right now, because I, I never made it through that show, I just never made, I never made it past the boulder. I've now made it past the boulder, so I, I'm on a journey with that thing, hopefully to talk about it eventually on here, but, um... The long and short of it is, is Cops of Pod is what people would call a copaganda show. And what that means is it's highlighting and detailing what it means to be a police officer. But it it's also a comedy show. Um... Because it's about two female police officers who are in kind of the same age, like mid to late 20s kind of thing. And it's just, it's made by, it's made by, I believe it's being done by Madhouse. Um, But it's, it's a gorgeous looking show. It's got, like I said, it's definitely a copaganda show, but it's not, it's like they, it's like someone was like, we should make the show 
or the government was like, we should make, like, we should take a second to stop pe- telling people to have babies. We should tell people to be cops. And then a studio got it, and, like, somebody went to the bathroom for a minute, and those minutes are when that shit gets super cynical. And it's, it's, it being interesting from a bunch of different angles, plus it being, um, plus it being, um, what's it called? Kind of, plus it being really good looking, it, it just makes me watch it. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice relax and sit back and watch kind of show. Um, and on that note, definitely let's do our second thing that we were watching this season, and that is, um, a little show called My Dress Up Darling. Now, if you've noticed this show on the internet, it's because it kind of exploded because it's got a horny gal in it that loves, what loves the cosplay, and really, like, submissive, easily embarrassed, like, guy. And, but what... What I like about the show is probably what a bunch of people like about the show, but not not why it's memeable, not why there's a girl in a black and gold flowery bikini all over the internet. Um, what I like about the show is it's got this like deference to craft kind of angle to it, um, because I. Let me put it this way. I know how to sew. I just don't sew well. Is what I will say. I can't. I, I have a hard time sometimes sewing in a straight line. Um, but. I appreciate things like. You know fashion line. There was a, there was a, a fashion line show on. That tried to make fashion line into like a shonen jump like. That put. Fact Nine into like a Shonen Jump like formula that was on a couple, a bunch of seasons ago. I kind of dug that. Um, I still need to finish that show, and it's just, it's a really interesting look at like two different sets of skills in ways that are it, being applied to one thing from two people, and. It's very clearly a romance show. It, it like it by episode two or three. It's straight up like this is just a romance show. No, like you you thought we weren't going to be a romance show. It's a romance show, um, and that's kind of fun. The thing I like is with in a way that's pretty that's pretty honest. Both characters are on, like, the same level in terms of, like, they're not getting each other's, like, they're not totally, like, screwing up, like, it's not like a teasing girlfriend show kind of thing. Like, the the female character is, ju- is, like, kind of the same as the male character in her own ways, but the just, <laughs> the confidence she has come from cosplaying all the time and cos- and like having that courage gives her a better leg up than the other guy 
who has some trauma he's working through. Um, but on that note, I, I'm just looking forward to see where this goes because it's once again it seems like a nice, relaxing, fun, just like floating through the like, f- like you're just sitting there and you're just having a good time, um, which is a thing I'm into because the end of winter is real, it's real bleak, yo. Um, but on that note, the last show I'm watching is a show that probably a lot of a lot of people are watching. It's called um, Sabakui Bisco, um, and that translates to Rust Eater Bisco. And what the reason why I'm, why I'm watching this show is because it's got like an old school anime vibe combined with a mystery. So one of the things I one thing that's hard to remember about, say, Attack on Titan, because there's so much information out there, and because that show is so big, is at the beginning of that show, everything was a real mystery. Like the the, the puzzle box was not did not feel solvable, and if you look at where those characters started and you look at those where those characters end. They they very clearly in that show had to do a lot to get them to like oh this is what this mystery means like this, these are all the answers oh shit and I haven't I obviously I'm watching through um, Attack on Titan finally because like I said I just I and there's still sometimes I'm like I can't I have to stop now I can't make it through this this thing that will clearly take five episodes and I just don't have the brain power to deal with that right now, so I'm gonna go do something else. Um, but the it it's a real talent in mystery shows to give you a mystery that when you're watching it and the moment when you're watching it, you don't have any clue what's going on, but it's still entertaining because that like frustration of feeling lost and like you're grasping at straws to what the hell is going on. It's, it is a frustration. And if it's not also punctuated by moments of entertainment and interest and, and also, and this is clear, like, Genuine flashes that will later tell you, oh, oh, they knew what they were doing. Like, the, the author knew what they were doing. Then, you can, like, leave your audience in the lurch. And the thing I like about Sabakui Bisco is it doesn't, it, it doesn't do any, it, it, like, it very clearly knows where it's going. It very clearly has set up this mystery with definable rules and like parts of the mystery that are very clearly set in stone, parts of the mystery that could move around a bit if needed to or wanted to. And I just, it, it that combined with kind of like old school fuck yeah anime vibe and aesthetics to the thing make it a, make it a really, really fun time. Um, and on that note, 
I'm going to actually cut it off here. I'm going to cut it off in a short form way because I'm doing this really early in the morning. But um, I just want to take you through the three. I'm currently watching about three shows that might change. It might go down. It might go down. It might go up that are new shows. Um, so I just wanted to details details those out for you and kind of take you through why I thought they were each interesting. And you can probably look for um, some episode on each of them in the future. And on that note, this has been Alex. I'm coming at, and I'm coming at you straight from the perch. If you like this episode, new episodes come out every Thursday and Sunday. Sunday is more of a metatextual fandom industry kind of based shows. Thursday shows are like are like this, except about individual shows or movies. Um, and on that note, I will talk to you on Sunday. <laughs>